My brother and I, back home, we are sitting on the biggest collection of lore and, and weapons in our world. Now, something in there, it, it might be enough to even the odds. So we find it. Then you come back here with a plan, a plan to beat Michael and his armies, and then you win. Exactly. You may think you don't know us, but you do. We've been where you are. Hell, we are you. Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where we watch every single episode of the TV show Supernatural and give you our reactions. Yeah! Whoa! Whoa, Whoa live oh. on the spot reactions. I got the episode on right now, bro. Let's do this. Oh my God, did you see that, bro? Oh my God. Whoa! Snap! <laughs> oh. Can't believe you ever say You ever say snap anymore? That was a big thing yeah, back in the day. That was a big thing back in the day. Oh, snap. <laughs> Oh, snap. No, he didn't. Oh, no, he didn't. Tell it to the hand, Chris, because the face ain't Talk listening. to the hand was huge dude, for Dude, talk me. to I the hand was a, a, I, for a long time. It hung on. Dude, dude, it hung on. It was powerful. Anyway, what's up? <laughs> Not much, Chris. What's up with you? How are you doing? We haven't asked each other that recently on this podcast. How, I'm doing all right, man. Doing this, okay? was a, this was a good episode. How are you doing? This was a good episode, and it's a Buck Lindian episode. Yeah, I find that... Um, I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't agree. That Conspiracy theory, right now. That <laughs> I just don't agree. <laughs> I think that the episodes got mislabeled by the CW, and that mm-hmm. Buck Lemming wrote episode yeah. twenty-one. And you that- know, the only thing, the only thing I can say in in, in their favor that, they, of course, this is a Buck Lemming episode is that um, Lucifer is painted in a good light <laughs> and true. catches there. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Taking it back. I'm walking it back. <laughs> So there's clues. There's clues. But um, you're telling me the facts that this is a Buck Lemming episode, and I'm just saying I disagree. No, that's fine. Because I, I also disagree that this is a Buck Lemming episode, because it doesn't feel that way at all. So I'm, I'm astonished. Uh, before we get into any real talk about it, though, let's thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. 
Uh, you can join up if you haven't already. You get exclusive content. You get access to our Discord so you can chat with listeners of the show as well as me and Chris. Mostly me. Chris isn't on the Discord a whole lot. And when he is, he's talking about video games and D&D. Our anime. God, it's the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> see Chris the on the Discord hey, anymore. You can talk to me about those things if you'd like. That's true. If you were interested in one of those two topics, video games or anime, you can talk to Chris on our Discord. Uh, it's just, unfortunately, that's just how I am. I gotta, someone, I need help. Someone help. <laughs> and we can, we can also shout out the fact that we will have, or we have new merchandise merchandise on our store so if you want a yes. shirt uh that has rowena on it saying no i will not date you sam winchester in a pop art kind of style you, you, mm-hmm, you can get that mm-hmm. chris you can do that if you want to if you want to our good friend uh onside seven onside seven yeah you got it you yeah, got yeah. it for years i thought it was onside steven and now i'm just my brain is fried it's it's a <laughs> it's a jody with an eye it's crazy the way now. you'll you'll read i spell jody with an eye too um it's crazy the way that Sorry, you'll uh, interpret stuff like that it just will become a completely different name in your head it's it's bad uh but he did a he did a take on the classic guns and roses cover of user illusions one or two except for it's winchester Payne. so it's got sam mm. and dean it's got fish castiel everything happen happening also, uh, Chris, I guess this would be a good yeah. time to shout out the the nice thing that our Discord did for us. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty Surprise. pretty unbelievable stuff. Um, I I'm still like <laughs> still processing all of that. I guess. <laughs> How many times have you watched it? Uh, like I don't know. Uh, I was gonna say twenty, but it did more than twenty. Probably. <laughs> okay. I just kept watching it. So, um, well, well I'll talk about it after. <laughs> well, I I. Yeah, I've, it's so our Discord was super nice. Uh, if pe- for people that don't know, uh, Misha Collins is now on Cameo, which is a service where you can pay actors to say things, and they acquired his services to shout me and Chris out. And he talked about Monster of the Week. He described what kind of fish he was. I'll, I'll drop the audio for that in here now, so you guys can just listen to the whole thing. Hey, Chris and Jeremy, how are you guys doing? Um, I want to thank you for hosting Monster of the Week and for creating such a positive community around you. Um, this, this message is really, um, I am the vehicle through which the, the Monster of the Week Discord community is conveying this important message to you. Um, but I, I, uh, I also wanted uh, to let you know that they're saying uh, that you are a creepy but necessary part of the community's lives. Um, also, if Castiel were a fish, they wanted me to let you know, uh, what would he be? And I'll tell you what he would be. He would be a sardine because sardines are incredibly healthy, stealthy, um, and um, I'm going to change that. He's a great white shark. And that's because they are killers of the sea and incredibly powerful. And I'm going to yell, where's Cass? It's so perfect. It's and so, so perfect. And then great. he ends with where's and, Cass? Like you just heard where's mm-hmm. Cass? Like that's, that's brilliant. That's amazing. And thing. I, it's <laughs> at the moment, uh, when, when you texted me and you said, look at, look at this discord, you need to see this. Um, you're worried. I was in you? the middle, I was in the middle of a work project, nothing crazy, but like I was really busy, but I'm like, oh, well, if you're texting me that, I know that there's a reason that I need to go look. Uh, so I looked in the Discord. I watched this video from Misha. And before I knew it, I literally had tears in my eyes. And like my contacts were like getting <laughs> oh, no. all like messed up. And, and, you know, I sometimes I watch these things. And if, if they're like um, 
too uh, like these camera videos if they're too sincere or like too awkward I'm like I just I just feel weird but Misha did it so perfectly um, and everything that they had him say was was just so perfect it made me laugh like genuinely really smile uh, and tear up and I just kept watching it and like listening to it in the background as I was working on this thing at work um, and it, it just ever thank you to everybody who was involved in this Absolutely. It was so sweet and I we're very very lucky and there's like we're not going to shout out all of your names you know who you are uh but like there were apparently something like 30 people involved if that's not more crazy people. that's crazy um, i don't know how people even organize this stuff that's because they're talking about us behind our backs chris they're they've yeah. gone to private channels to organize things for us in a very nice way so they're yeah, they're oh, thank you everybody thank you very really much a lot. super appreciated um <laughs> the moment where he like is like i know what kind of fish i am and then just stops and is like, no, wait, I don't like the fish that I said. Dude, and then- it's, it's both, both parts of that are so genuinely funny. It's just like, I want this to be, regardless of Monster of the Week, I just want that to be a piece of like the fandom's like, appreciation for Misha. Because it is so genuinely funny, regardless of any knowledge of the podcast or inside jokes. Uh, it was just perfect. I, I did see somebody on our Twitter, or I, maybe they weren't on our Twitter, but um, uh, our friend uh, Dusty L. Cannon uh, on Twitter. Uh, Twitter was getting a bunch of responses from that. Um, and one of them was somebody like naming their fish. And I think they ended up with Mish the fish. If I remember right, Mish the fish, Mish the fish, Works which I think me. is, is very me. funny. So <clears throat> I'm actually going to Thank you. go back and see if I can make sure that that's the right. And I don't care. I don't care. Also, <laughs> uh, I lost all interest in doing that. I also, we predicted uh, the little Nas X song. So pat us on the back, everybody. Good for us. Yeah, Good for us. It. Go look at our TikTok for that information. All right. Chris, Let's, catch us up me, on season oh, 13. Oh, I'll tell you. Oh, I thought you were doing this one. Nope. Nope. <laughs> we, have, we have not discussed um, that. I am not prepared. <laughs> Friend of the show. Um, okay. <laughs> Last time on Supernatural, Sam died. The guys teamed up with Gabriel and Rowena to begin their invasion into the Apocalypse world, but not before capturing Lucifer to use his grace to keep the portal open. But of course, when Lucifer is involved, things never go as planned, Jeremy. Lucifer escapes and pursues the crew on their way to find Jack and Mary, and just as Dean begins to grapple with Sam's death at the hands of Apocalypse vampires, Sam is resurrected by Lucifer, his life, now an offering to whatever evil plan the devil has in store. Good, excellent, good stuff. Thank you. It didn't really turn out the way that I anticipated, but you were um, you were looking for more laughs. I'd or? like to just to, right off the bat to start this off. I would like to offer an apology, okay, uh, to Dean Winchester Uh-oh. for doubting him, um, for th- casting shade upon him. I was worried he was just going to be angry at Sam and yep. blame him Mm-mm. for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't do that, and now I feel a little. Now I feel a little mean. I was being a little mean to Dean. Um, I was in my feelings. I was, I was just being a little sensitive about Sam, and you know these things happen. So we're talking about season thirteen, episode twenty-two, Exodus, written by Brad Buckner and Eugenie Ross Lemming, directed by Thomas J. Well, Wright. well, asterisks, asterisks, <laughs> written we, maybe <laughs> some kind of written maybe by with some help of, uh, from a writer's room that did most of it. Uh, this aired on May tenth, two thousand eighteen. Hitching a ride, Sam and Dean devise a plan that will save innocent lives. Meanwhile, Jack continues to wrestle with the consequences of his decisions. That's it. Cool. That's all we got all right. today. Hey, you want to talk about friend of the show phoning it in, huh? <laughs> Whoever's writing Seriously. these things. Hey, hey, friend of the show, <laughs> get it together. Uh, so 
the previously on kind of catches us up with everything. Uh, Sam, it was long. Time. It was two and a half minutes long. Dude, it was so long. I was like, I mean, I feel like there's there wasn't a break, right? Like we've been doing these week to week. Like I feel like mm-hmm. I know there's a lot, but also you know not a lot of it matters. So they just played like a quarter of the previous episode to get us caught up. <laughs> and we start right where we left off with the previous episode with uh, Sam uh, entering the refugee camp. Uh, mm-hmm. With uh, Lucifer right behind him, uh, Mary Sam runs over to hug Mary. Dean is of course freaked out. Lucifer immediately begins with his shtick, uh, which nowadays is just like being the "Hey, I'm the relaxed, cool guy in the room." Everybody, I feel like yeah, yeah. I feel like Lucifer is about ten seconds away from a giggity, and I just, I just oh oh <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you're you're right. That, oh, that no. vibe. I don't I don't like the giggity Dangerous vibe. I don't want vibe. Anywhere this near is a Buckleming episode. You're right. Jeez. Okay, we're un- <laughs> we're unraveling it now. All right, um, um, and we're gonna yeah. get the first exchange of many where Lucifer tries to talk to Jack. And Castiel and Dean are trying to stop him. Um, and we're gonna. This is gonna be kind of a theme throughout the episode of Lucifer, you know, trying and succeeding to talk to Jack and basically give it out various reasons why he should be able to. Now it's he's the only mm-hmm. one that can understand the power that Jack has. Um, yeah, which you know may or may not be true. And nobody's nobody's having this. And just to the point where Dean is immediately like, "Yo, Gabriel, I know you got the Archangel Blade. Let's take this guy down. Just kill his ass." I love this um, so much. I love. He's that. just like he's not playing. <laughs> Dean is not playing. Not fucking around today. We're in an apocalypse world. Like I don't know how you're here, but that means the rift Dude, is he, almost they just closing. Walked for what two days? Didn't they say they had to walk for two days from Kentucky to Dayton? Just watch. That's all. <laughs> he's cranky. <laughs> just he's super cranky. Poor poor cranky Dean. Just he just yeah. needs fresh underwear so he can be not cranky again um that's all he needs gabriel um, is not strong enough to kill lucifer at this point yeah uh and um, jack does what he always does when things get a little stressful he jets the fuck out and mm-hmm. this time a little Gab- shade on jack there jeremy but okay well i mean that's, that's deep says it <laughs> that is what he happens <laughs> i'm not i like jack he's, he's all, right. all right okay jeremy if that's uh, how you really feel <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't spend four seasons calling him a little fuckboy like you did. So, okay, I mean, say it to his face. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> Chris Bush are coming after me. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. So okay, Gabriel um, goes after Jack. Yeah, and Cass asks Lucifer. He's like, okay, if you're really gonna play along with us, Cass ain't having any of this. Um, but he's like, all right, if you're really playing along with us, put on put on the the angel cuffs or whatever they got here. Um, and Lucifer agrees, and he informs them all that he left enough grace behind. Um, for I just, I guess he measured that out, and he knew. Um, yeah. It was, it was because six I, inches. When he said that, I went, oh, okay. Like, he overpowered Rowena, and then he left some grace, because he was like, I'm going to be back. Uh, but no, he got shot through the portal, so whatever. Yeah. Um, they have 31 hours before that portal closes. And then it turns into an episode from the TV show 24, where just every five minutes we see, like, yep. a clock ticking down from 31. It's really, it's very, very stylish intense. and cool. Um, um, we, we, we check in with Rowena, who is just kind of studying and trying to figure out how to keep the, the rift open. Uh, and we mm. get the scene between Sam and Dean where Sam is like, hey, I'm sorry that I got killed by vampires and it was <laughs> got involuntarily <laughs> brought to life by Lucifer. Yeah. I'm really sorry, Dean. Don't be mad at me. And of course, Dean, uh, as you mentioned earlier, doesn't doesn't do the thing that I have expected him to do. Uh, but instead, he says it's not necessary. Gives him a hug. Man, I thought I lost you. Bring it out the tears all Dude. around. This was a and no matter special, how jaded I ever hug. think I get with Supernatural, a brother hug Ooh. just it just undoes me. <laughs> Love me a brother hug, dude. This is so good. Um, Jack is alone. Uh, he is thinking about the message that his mom left him, telling him that it was okay to look for his dad, that he has to figure out who he is. He thinks about Sam and all of the things that Sam told him and encouraged him. Mm. 
Uh, he thinks about how he accidentally hurt people, and we see flashbacks to the tattoo artist and that dude outside the bank in that Western episode. Um, and just he's just kind of going through it, right? Like he's been he's been fighting a lot of wars, and now he's confronted with his dad, and he's confused because his all three of his normal dads are are telling him not to talk to his bio dad, but bio dad maybe has some understanding, and so he kind of wants to mm-hmm. reach out. And um, yeah, I you know this is this is good. I, I feel like this is good stuff. Yeah. I wish it was with anybody but Lucifer, but it's good stuff. <laughs> I know, I know, but I I appreciate that that um, we're playing with this dynamic in a way. I guess I didn't fully expect um so yeah it, it's interesting stuff um the only thing in the scene before i wanted to mention is that C- uh, sam says to dean that he will handle lucifer he's like oh, i got yeah. this I'm, I'm taking care of this um so we get that little nugget in the back of our heads for the rest of the episode um so yeah okay so we have the scene with jack and then we catch up back at the uh, base camp where everybody is hanging out um lucifer is being led away by castiel and as he passes mary he stops and says like hi did you miss me or whatever and mary just does what we all want to do to lucifer and just decks him in the Ooh. face Chris, <laughs> she knows is, it's not gonna really hurt but that was that was for her that was for the, her and you know what thank you mary this is the third time i know this is at least twice she's punched him in the face i feel like i'm forgetting one at the beginning of season 13 but like she, this is definitely at least the second time she has just cold cocked <laughs> this motherfucker when he was not expecting it. And I don't, yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't think it hurt, but I feel like Lucifer being punched by Mary is just a little bit embarrassing and humiliating for him. And that's, oh, yeah, I'm that's a pride thing. That's a pride yeah, thing for sure. He absolutely. laughs it off, but that's a pride thing. Um, um, Sam and Dean walk up to Mary and say, like, hey, yo, we need to get Jack. We need to get you. We need to go back through this vampire infested tunnel to the rift. We got to get out of here. And surprise. She's not going to come. She wants to, she can't abandon these people that she's been fighting alongside all of these months, uh, saying that they need me here. And Jensen, excuse me, Dean does kind of like an emphatic, no mom, like we need you. We need you where we are. Um, And then, um, and yeah. And then Sam interrupts and he's like, I'm, I'm sorry to change the topic, but rate my fit. Let me know. (laughs) And he kind of, he kind of poses up. He kind of steps back. He poses up because Sam's wearing this camouflage jacket that I could not get over this whole episode. (laughs) He's He's wearing like a, like a, a Henley or like a long, not a Henley, but it's just like a long sleeve crew neck shirt with this, with this camo jacket. I could not get over it. Rate my fit. Rate my fit, mom and Dean. Uh, can we, can we just talk about how proud Mary is, uh, when Sam comes up with this idea? Uh, because oh, it's so good. It's Sam, so good. Sam's response to like Dean's, we just got to leave and Mary saying no is like, oh, well, if you want to save all the people, let's save all the people. That's what we do. Let's bring them with us. Like, let's bring them yeah. through the rift. And everybody, like, Dean keeps saying, like, I don't know how we're going to get 25 people to the rift. I'm like, the same way you get three people through the rift. Like, you walk and you go through one at a time. Like, this is, <laughs> this mm-hmm. is real simple mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but Mary is so fucking proud. Like, she has this look on her face, like, I have raised the best boy. And, and I just. Yeah. Man, it makes me so happy. Like it gives me such joy to see Mary that happy and about Sam. I'm, I'm guess I'm, I'm still on edge. I'm just expecting them to like argue or something. Um, we have built when, up when Sam... so much in our heads about how people hate Sam Winchester. I know it's, we've really <laughs> fucked ourselves up. Um, <laughs> the monster of the week, Sam Winchester, is not the same one that's in the television show Supernatural. He's, he's not even um, the same Sam Winchester that was the monster of the week, Sam Winchester, a season ago. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is very true. Gone through some um, traumatic he, changes when Sam brings up this idea um he first says it by like clearly mom has already made up her mind and i'm like sammy don't be doing this don't be causing strife for dean right now um and then he just he springs the idea of what if we all just go back when when dean said how is that even gonna work i wasn't picturing um 
I wasn't picturing him saying like, how are these people all going to go through the portal one by one? I was just <laughs> picturing him being like, the bunker ain't big enough for 25 extra people. <laughs> yeah. We got a good thing going, you know? <laughs> Cass has got his own room. <laughs> He's going to have to double up. That's what all I'm saying. I'm not giving up my own room. I tell you that much right now. Uh, it's a good thing we have that extra bathroom in the kitchen <laughs> that's just sitting there on the wall. <laughs> Seriously, we got a lot of sinks, but not 25. We got a lot of sinks and counting, toilets. He's counting, but he's like, well, maybe we do have 25 sinks. <laughs> We actually might have 25 sinks. We just have two that toilets. No, that's that going to be no the problem. Um, meanwhile, Castiel uh, and Jack and Lucifer are talking to one another. Jack is back. Yes. Um, and uh, he, Jack says, no, I want to talk to my father. Uh, and Lucifer's like, all right, well, you know, I, I don't really know where to start. Why don't you ask questions? And Jack gets right to the heart of it and says, why does everybody hate you? And And Lucifer makes a lot of noise about this, about... Mm. He's led humans astray uh, because they're so easily led astray. He was showing his father that they're not worth his d- the devotion and the love that he was giving them. Um, you know because they're fundamentally dumb. And Jack is like, my mom was a human, and he's like, oh, she was totally cool. Don't get me wrong, she was totally, totally awesome. Yeah, incorruptible. Took my virginity. <laughs> I, I hit that, so obviously it was yeah. good. Says Lucifer, uh, and that's how we know it's a Buckland episode. Buck, yep, exactly. I, I didn't understand the virginity comment at all. By the way, like I, I kind of, I, I don't, I, yeah, I can't. I don't know if that's I a joke or not. I don't know if I want. I'm like, sorry, just to interrupt in really quick. I don't know if you can hear the fucking sirens outside right now. No, I cannot. No, they uh, will not stop. <laughs> okay? One just went by a minute ago, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I guess it just fucking parked at the end of the street because it just kept going. I think it stopped now. Sorry. <laughs> I got so distracted. I was like, I bet Jeremy could hear all of this. Um, no, no, I, I absolutely cannot. I'll drop a marker there just in case and I'll figure okay. it out. Uh, um, but yeah. yeah, like this, this, this conversation of, of him just kind of defending his actions over the years, I think is like exactly what you would expect. And Castiel starts to protest this and is like, Hey, like, no, you've done a lot worse thing. And I actually kind of dig Lucifer's response was like, Hey, Castiel, like how long was I in the box? How long was I in the cage? Because mm. if I was supposedly corrupting all of these humans, like you say, because Castiel compares him to basically a cancer. Or no, no, no. I'm sorry. That's later. That's, that's Gabriel, Gabriel does that yeah, later. Yeah. 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 Um, but it, but Luc- I like Lucifer making the point of like, hey, I was in the cage. Like, what could I have possibly done? And I'm like, you yeah. orchestrated your release from the cage. That's true. That is <laughs> you had, true. You had but yellow eyes. Making a good argument. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is the this is the same kind of stuff that Lucifer pulled back in season five when he first showed up, and he paints himself as the victim, as somebody who's sympathetic. Um, and certainly for Supernatural at the time, they do kind of make it work to some degree by kind of paralleling him with Sam or whatever the hell they were doing back then. Um, so here I do feel like he's just trying to sell Jack completely. Like I have some complicated feelings on Lucifer in this episode, but here, you know, it, it's hard to tell, is he being genuine? Does he really feel this way? Or is he just trying to, um, you know, play, play Jack's emotions on this. And right now it feels very much like the latter. Like it feels very mm. much like he is, um, selling it, I think, is the the right word, right? Like he, it feels like he is like, oh yeah, don't don't worry about the transmission. Like this in the paint job, pretty. Like it's mm-hmm. um, just really trying to gloss over anything that's bad. Um, and he ends this with saying, like, I just want the opportunity to get better. Doesn't everybody? Don't you to Castiel? And this makes Castiel angry enough to storm off 
and get Dean. Um, yeah. <laughs> and try Castiel's to, been dark this season. <laughs> he's super. He's just super angry all the time. Yeah. Nothing great has gone. <laughs> to, for, has, nothing good has yeah. happened to Castiel all season long. Dude, he, he spent got, three days in Texas looking for Gabriel, and nobody fucking called him to update him. <laughs> I mean, he was still in Texas when Gabriel when they were doing their revenge quest, right? Like he was. He was just yeah. so pissed. Um, Wandering around the desert, it's ridiculous. Castiel goes and gets Dean, who storms over and breaks up the conversation between Jack and Lucifer. Uh, Jack says, "Like, hey, I just want to know about my family." And Castiel is like, "Hey, we are your family. We're the we're the ones that have been protecting you. We're the ones that have been here for you. That have done all of these things for you. We're the ones that come and got you." And Dean, of course, backs this up and is trying to stop this. And Jack shuts it down. It's like, "Hey, he's my father, right? Like, that, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. have to be able to communicate with him." Um, yeah. And then we cut to the scene where all of our all of our refugees are going uh, from this refugee camp back to the base camp to meet up with Bobby and the crew. Um, Dean tells Sam to go listen to what Lucifer is telling Jack on the way over. And then Mary goes over to Dean and is like, hey, yo, Jack is my boy. You need to go a little easy on him. He's not, mm. you know, he's not 40. He's like eight <laughs> months old. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Mary has now had more time with Jack than the boys ever did. I think um, so. Yeah. It's just we didn't see them, so it's kind of hard to keep track of of everything that happened. But they've been together for a while now. Well, like in the last episode, going through some real shit together. Which she was like, I, you know, I don't want another. I can't lose another one of my boys, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's that's powerful stuff. And I think that that will hopefully have an effect on um, Jack and his decision making going forward, especially after what happens at the end of this episode. Um, Mary also says, like, hey, like eventually you have to trust Jack, right? Like he's going to see the true nature of Michael. But he's not going to do it through your eyes. He has to do it through his own. And I think that's a very like motherly and wise thing to tell Dean, who yeah, just he, wants he's like gotta, he's got to learn that he's got a bad dad on his own. You got to learn. Nobody can tell you you have a bad dad, right? Like a son mm-hmm. will forgive their father for anything for years until they finally figure out you got a bad dad. Um, yeah. and yeah. Jack will eventually get there. I, I honestly believe that Jack will get there. Um, meanwhile, Lucifer and Jack are like, oh yeah, we could totally kill Michael. And Sam's like, dude, that's not that's not what we're here to do. <laughs> We're not trying yeah. to kill Michael right now. Um, Cass informs them then that uh, Gabriel, who had gone ahead to scout, he should be back by now, and he's not. And just then, Gabriel comes running in with angels on his tail. Um, and here's our, you know, our big tw- our first twist for the episode is these angels attack, and Lucifer just instantly evaporates them. Yep. Um, he's, he's fully powered up again, and he's like, yeah, sorry, I was just playing along with the whole handcuff thing. Um which I guess is supposed to slowly be showing us either that he's just so willing to play nice to get what he wants in the end that, you know, he doesn't care. Um, or there is an actual different side of Lucifer being shown to us here. We have our bias. We have our negative bias against him. Um, not just because of the writing, but just like, we just hate, we're annoyed, you know, <laughs> we're done. Um, so it's hard to tell what is genuine and what is not with him. Yes, absolutely. And I really, I- <sighs> like you said you were conflicted about lucifer this episode and i am too because i could if we hadn't had to deal with like a bunch of garbage lucifer lately like i would Mm. kind of be interested in this take of you know him not knowing how to turn off the shit bag right like he just can't help himself but be a shit bag but genuinely wanting to help like that's a that's kind of an interesting archetype for a lucifer type character to to live in and he he pulls it off but we've just like I can't reconcile that guy with the guy that murdered a bunch of reapers and with the guy that like 
that has been in season 13 this entire time. The guy that wants to, yeah. wanted to torture me. To he was a rock star and all this shit. Like, yeah. Just, you know. <laughs> Let's, let us not ever forget or remember Alice <laughs> Cooper days. <laughs> I think that they, you know, Lucifer worked really well the first time around because, as I was saying before, he, he does paint almost a sympathetic picture of somebody who was like, no, I am just trying to do the right thing. I have reasons for everything I'm doing. There, There's justifications for this. But then one little thing goes wrong and that, like, evil... Uh, uh, tetra, temper, t- Jesus, temper tantrum comes out. And, you know, as soon as something doesn't go his way, he's willing to go all out hostile war. And there is this sort of, like, he's constantly thinks that he's justified. He thinks that he's in the right. Um, but then they just kind of turn him into a shitbag. <laughs> so, yeah, and let's not like, forget- And not even, like, a dudes does evil deeds shitbag, but just, like, some fucking guy that you would stay away from at the bar because he won't fucking stop talking to you. <laughs> and, and let's not forget, like, as recent as the last episode, he tried to murder Rowena, right? Right. Who was just in his way. That's the only reason. Um, and mm. because she, like, had had the audacity to put him in handcuffs or whatever. Um, so if they play Lucifer a little bit closer to maybe the original vision of him, I don't know. Uh, maybe this would all work better. Because now it seems like they're kind of leaning into some of that, but I'm like but he's a shithead. <laughs> like, I don't believe you. Yeah. Even if that is actually what's happening, I don't believe you. Um, eventually the boys make it over to singer's place. This is like the, the auto yard. Um, there's a little back and forth about, uh, Sioux city, Sioux falls, Iowa or whatever. Um, Iowa, Sioux falls, Michigan, Sioux falls. Where's Sioux falls? God, I don't even, I don't even Wisconsin? know anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God. Uh, that gym Keep teacher. Keep talking. That, I'll Google it. That gym teacher that masqueraded as my geography teacher did not do a very good job. Maybe is, they should. Is it South Dakota? Is it South, South Dakota? South Dakota. You're absolutely right. There we go. Um, Sorry, listeners. They fill him in on the plan of like, hey, uh, we're going to get everybody out of here. We're going to take them back to our world. And he's like, that's a terrible fucking plan. Like, that doesn't seem like it's going to work at all. Yeah. Uh, and then they also find out that Ketch and Charlie are on an operation together to catch some um, executioner angels. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Lucifer has Jack under the crook of his arm and is introducing him to Gabriel and kind of just being like, oh yeah, the old man hated me. He always had it out for me. I was the victim. And and Gabriel is not standing up for any of this shit and actually just straight up says, <clears throat> like, you're not the victim. That's just your excuse. That was just the excuse yeah. you always used. Um, but before we can get too deep into that, we switch over to Ketch and Charlie who got, man, they got rooked by the old fake hostage routine, Chris. Oh, got them. Gets, gets you every time. This episode uh, comes man, out every, in like two Everybody weeks. in this goddamn episode. But this feels like an April Fool's Day prank to me. <laughs> Even though- Dude, they got major pranked. They pull the bag off that guy's head and Ketch goes, is this a prank? <laughs> How did you get my twin brother? <laughs> Charlie, is, were you in on it? And did then they suddenly have the knife to Charlie's throat. And he's like, oh, it's not a prank? Oh, shit. Apocalypse World Ashton Kutcher comes out. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, dude, be like, Ashton, do you not know what's going on right now? Do you really think this is appropriate? <laughs> Ashton, we're in the middle of a war. And Ashton's like, he's got Justin Timberlake right up. This is just like the time with my taxes. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw that video again recently. Just Justin Timberlake losing his mind. Getting his shit repossessed is the yeah, funniest yeah. goddamn thing. Never forget. Never forget. Oh my God. Um, so back at the base camp, nobody is down with Sam's plan. Um, yeah. First of all, they're like, yeah, some fairy tale land exists. I don't think so. Mary assures them, of course, it does. They trust Mary, mm-hmm. um, and they decide, or they, they they explain that this isn't them running from the fight. This is them uh, getting somewhere safe that they can prepare to return to the fight in an effective way. I um, I I like this a lot uh, because they yeah. 
I like the scene a lot. I, um, number one, like when they say we don't want to leave our friends behind, Dean kind of comes at them aggressively. And then Sam like, like puts the hand up and is like, yo, let me do this. And it's like, Hey, we're back in our world. We're sitting on a huge archive of lore and potential weapons that can solve this problem. Like come back with us, Mm -hmm. rest up, arm up. Let's come back over here and kick Michael's ass. And then says, we have been where you are. Hell, we are you like, we are exactly who you are. We have been in these wars. And they've been they've been kind of doing this like leadership thing with Sam, and I mm-hmm. am just fucking here for it, dude. I love this. Yeah. I love this aspect of Sam Winchester. It feels good. It feels good. Um, and even in this scene where Sam gets to uh, take a leadership role, I feel like it's actually him just you know stepping up to be on the same level with with Dean here, because because him and Dean, even after Sam kind of steps in and, and stops him, they both keep going back and forth. They're both like inspiring this group. And that's my favorite is to see like the bros being bros on the same page, working together to get everybody where they need to be. Yes, absolutely. And this, and it works. The people say like, Hey, we're not gonna make this decision just unilaterally. We're going to have everybody, you know, we're going to take a vote. Right. Um, which is when Bobby comes in and is like, Hey, yo, uh, Charlie and that guy with the bad face both got captured. We need to go rescue them. Um, and uh, they we the we go back over to Ketch, who is being knifed up by I don't know I don't know who this guy is random some angel guy. number five Just some guy yeah I think he's referred to as Angel Commander. Great <laughs> yeah so mm. um, um, but he wants information Ketch won't give any information uh, and we find out that he is sent in for an expert. Uh, this is a low point of the episode for me, Chris. I don't know how you feel about very this. strange stuff. Very strange stuff going on here um at first I'm, i was interested because <laughs> he says we're bringing in our expert torturer here um and he says he names drops castiel so i think oh shit this world's castiel he turned out all different you know um and it, I, it's clearly supposed to be there to like hold up a mirror to Cass, who has been um going through some shit you know he's like i said he's he's darker this season but they don't hold up that mirror for very long so and they don't like really do much with it it's just like this wacky character now don't get me wrong misha clearly has fun with this stuff <laughs> and he's always doing something different i appreciate that but here i'm just very confused <laughs> Um, he comes in and all we see is his face and like his mouth doing this weird, like twitchy thing. Oh, this weird puckering thing. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to, we're going to take a break from him for a little while. Uh, we're going to go back over to Sam and Dean who were interrogating some poor dude because they think the poor guy set him up, said catching, um, whatchamacallit up, uh, Charlie up. Then we go to Lucifer who is kind of having this heart to heart with Gabriel. Um, because they're staying behind uh, to protect the refugee camp from angels while mm-hmm. Sam and Dean and Mary all go out to save these two people. Uh, and Lucifer's frustrated about that. And Gabriel uses this opportunity to have like a real conversation and say like, Hey, none of this is going to actually work. Like you're never going to leave this dude over. Like when Jack over, uh, you're just not that person. You have no empathy. Mm. You don't care about anything about yourself. And that's the reason that all these things happen to you. Like, and she goes, and Lucifer's like, no, 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 I, I've changed. I absolutely have changed. And, um, this is when Gabriel makes the analogy to Lucifer being a cancer and that their father, God, locked him up as soon as he figured out that he was spreading evil because evil was like mm-hmm. a cancer. Um, and <sighs> Lucifer cries at this, which is very strange, <laughs> just very strange, huge. Like, and again, this is one of those things where I think it's a little too late, too little, too late for me situation personally, because I, this could almost work if he was actually trying. 
I just don't believe that he's trying. Yeah, that, that's that that's hard. the thing is I don't believe it, and so I'm just so confused by it. Or does he have such a a victim complex? I don't know if that's what you would call it. That he genuinely is upset that other people don't believe him, um, even though he's full of shit. Um, it's so confusing here, uh, and I think if you take this episode as an isolated piece of story, you can buy it. But because of, like you said, everything we know about Lucifer means that we don't buy it. If exactly. this was the first time we'd seen him since season five, I'd go, okay, sure, all right, I, I guess. Um, or if we just didn't have the, the the Crowley slave stuff and the rock star stuff, right, and you know right. what I'm saying, the president. It just stuff. muddied the like, water too much, you know. Just the, we've just been spinning. I forgot way too he was much. fucking president. <laughs> yeah, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was president daddy chris he got that girl pregnant while he was president you have to call him really president did. daddy now oh no no you don't um, like yeah that? it's hard <laughs> lucifer sheds a tear man and it's it's odd I, I i don't under i i understand it and i get it and i get exactly what they're trying to do um especially with the events that happened towards the end of the episode and i I think it's actually all kind of good. I just, again, mm. too little, too late for me, my man. Like, I'm just not, yeah. I'm yeah. just not here for Lucifer having any kind of redemption arc whatsoever. If we just pretend that things were different in the past, then I can. Uh, all right, sure, but they they aren't. So, I would, um, I would maybe be halfway there if it was just a different Lucifer. If it was just a different, it was mm-hmm. not Mark Pellegrino, right? Sure, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah, yeah. would go so We've far. Seen, to I've help seen me. him make too many goddamn quips at this I point to ever take anything seriously. That weird shit eating grin that he does all the time. That, that that I'm holier than thou thing. I just can't take it. Mm-hmm. Like we need. Just need a better mm-hmm. Lucifer. Uh, bring back Michael um, Ross. No, he was Lex Luthor, not Lucifer. But bring back um, whoever. Um, I don't know. Bring back, make Jared play. <laughs> make Jared play Lucifer. Uh, we go back over to Twitchy Castiel, who, which is what I've named him in my Dude, notes. Is he? Uh, so I was trying to figure out what's going on here. He, does dude, he have a German accent or is he like doing a Benicio del Toro <laughs> is what, what thing? What is going on right now? Please rate. Is my this fit. Benicio del Toro? <laughs> he, he is. He is like a weird. And this is my main problem. Like they've got him in. What very much looks like like a like a typical like jackboot yeah, thug. Like, he looks Nazi. like a freaking Nazi like lo- officer or whatever. And he's talking with a German accent. And I'm trying to in my head, like so the world was changed because the Winchesters were never born, right? And because of that, mm-hmm. the apocalypse happened. Uh Charlie is still where she's at, but apparently uh Jimmy Neutron moved to Germany. <laughs> Yeah, huh? <laughs> Became an alt-right asshole. I guess. <laughs> Bought a bunch of suits and then Castiel I, I what? Like I don't this doesn't I, even make I'm sense. I'm baffled. I'm just yeah, baffled. Yeah. Okay, it, let's say that maybe the Castiel I I dude, I don't know. There's no explaining this. There's no explaining it. He's doing I, a bit. Let's just cast doing evil cast is doing a bit. <laughs> Um, and it, and you know, it's, it's very scary. Like he's do, he's very it's, it's intimidating. It's certainly entertaining. <laughs> it's, he's having fun with it. Um, Charlie is scared as hell. Uh, and, bef- and he kind of does this routine and we just saw Castiel doing this, of this like mind torture trick that he did on, um, Donatello. Um, we saw our Castiel doing that to the guy they were trying to get information from. This Castiel starts to do that on Charlie saying that, you know, she'll give up all of the information or he's going to just wipe her mind. Uh, which is when our Wynn family, boom, comes in, starts wrecking shop. Jack mm-hmm. is killing Damn. angels outside. Fucking Okay, Jack is there. All right, so my notes here are incomprehensible. <laughs> I remember what happened, but I was clearly eyes glued to the screen, not looking at what I was typing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jack starts um, frying angels. The the Wynn family, as you said, they all sweep in. They save the day. Um, yeah. It's fun. Um, uh, Castiel goes outside and... Uh, or Nazi Castiel, I guess. Twitchy Castiel goes outside. He's confronted by 
our Castiel, Sam and Dean come in and save Charlie and catch. There's this really it, very funny moment where Sam just gives Charlie this huge hug and then like has a moment of clarity and let's go. And is like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> like, you don't actually right. know me. She's yeah, you don't cool actually- with it. Like she just laughs. I think she picks it up. She's like, this guy seems like he's a, he's a hugger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a hugger. <laughs> he's a seven. Foot he, he's hugger. harmless. I, can, I got his energy immediately. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Twitchy Cass and our cast are like having this conversation and uh, Twitchy Cass was like, oh, there's another one of me. How interesting. We're more alike than you think. And Castiel is like, yeah, we are. And then just straight up murders the dude with an angel blade. So yeah, yeah. the best thing about Good this, for you, Cass. I, 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 I can't really be too mad at Twitchy Castiel being a weird Nazi uh-huh. thing because it only lasts for like four seconds. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's um, very strange. And again, that's like, why hold this mirror up to Cass for them to just immediately do away with him? I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, they get back to the base camp and Bobby tells Sam and Dean he's proud of them, which is very nice. It's very, very cute. Um, tells them that everybody in the camp has voted to come with them. Complete solid win. And I like, I even wrote in my notes with an exclamation point. <laughs> this feels good. <laughs> yeah, we got one. We got one, dude. <laughs> I'm so happy that the Winchesters years, did something. 13 years, we got one. <laughs> we got one. One on the boards, boys. <laughs> I, oh, dude. Can I get some W's in the chat? Can, can we get dude, this posted yeah, on men posting their, posting their W's, please? Sam and D just high-fiving each other, but nobody else is getting involved. Everybody else is like, we still have to leave Apocalypse World. Yeah, yeah we got we got like like two hours to get out. <laughs> um, unfortunately, they don't yeah, really they, have- Actually, literally, yeah, they only have two hours to get back, so it's time to hustle. Um, yeah, so it's time to build a bus. They find a bus. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean repairs it using his uh, mechanic skills. They're going to yeah. make a Lucifer drive so they can keep a, an eye on him. Um, and then Jack stalks off. Uh, and then Sam kind of rushes over to, to talk to him. And Jack wants to run off and kill Michael. Like, I don't, I've got to do yeah. that before we leave. And then Lucifer walks over and says, like, I got this. And once again, here's Lucifer not being Lucifer and giving reasonable advice, mm-hmm. which is like, hey, if you fail, if you do this and you fail and you get captured, we have to abandon all of these people and come save you. And we may not be mm-hmm. able to make it home. So if you, I know you think you're doing the right thing, but sometimes doing the right thing can go wrong. And this actually works. And when they walk yeah. away, Sam looks after them and like Lucifer does the, you know, father of the year kind of routine with the shitting and grin. And Sam looks genuinely fucking terrified. He's Sam like, decides right then I'm a fucking kill this guy. <laughs> I, have, I have said this to, out loud to him before, but I have just decided in my brain, I will be the one that kills Lucifer. Yeah. A lot of this was just bluster before and, you know, backed up by a lot of fear, but uh, I'm killing his ass. I am. I think he's genuinely terrified at the idea of Lucifer being able to convert Jack to his cause. Like, he's seen the power that Jack can wield. That fear, more than anything else that Sam has experienced with Lucifer, the fear of Jack being taken to the dark side by Lucifer is is what prompts Sam's actions throughout this. Yeah, absolutely. Um... It's time to roll out. So, time to roll out. They get Sam and Dean and uh, other people. Are <laughs> I got distracted in the scene. They're in a little Jeep in front of the um, bus. MGSV I just got distracted style. By, by Sam doing his little hair flip. <laughs> it just lets it take away in the wind. 
Looks good. That's all dude. I can focus on. I actually thought his hair looked pretty, pretty. I thought, I thought, dude, all of Sam looked pretty dope in this episode. Right, this fit, dude. Right, this fit. <laughs> I'll always, dude, I do that to Jess so much. I'll be playing Animal Crossing like when she's over and, you know, I'll have it up on the TV. I'll change into some stupid outfit. And I go, Jess, right by fit. And she's like, I'm not looking at the TV. I know you're wearing something stupid. <laughs> I need to start doing that when I'm playing Dark Souls with, when Autumn's in the room. Just like, right, right this fit. fit. <laughs> um, they make it. They just drive to the rift. Um, they just which, fucking do it, dude. Yeah, which seems a lot easier in the bus. They should have had a bus to begin with. Um, they drive over to the rift. It's starting to close. Um, mm-hmm. Sam says everyone needs to go in there one at a time. We flash back to Rowena for the second time, who is uh, desperately doing spells, trying to keep it open. And it's she's working. exhausted. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that at this point, Dean tells Lucifer to come with him. Um, but I don't think that's the case. I don't know who Dean was talking to in this scene. I got a little confused, but um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. But I think I, I, I know they're holding up the archangels for last. Yes, um, it's just a lot going on here. Uh, I know they, Dean is really excited when he sees like the rift is closing and then it like charges back up again because Rita just did some magic. And he's like straight up just just like oh hell yeah, dude! <laughs> like, nothing but wins for this guy today. <laughs> same, same Dean Winchester. In my notes, I can I can take a screenshot of this. It says and it says I'm genuinely excited. This will work. <laughs> Like, I am, <laughs> I am so happy. Nothing uh, but wins, dude. Because the drama is going to come from something else, not from a failure. So yeah. it's that's we got to win. Uh, people start going through. I love the fact that every time they, they and they do this three times in a row. It's the perfect. Every time somebody comes through, it's somebody new, and they just look at Rowena, and Rowena's like, "What the huh? fuck? <laughs> yeah, she's like, who are these people? <laughs> who are these? Who are these weirdo refugees? I don't know them." Um, this is where Sam stops Lucifer from going through after Jack goes through and tells them like, "You and Gabriel need to stay here until everybody else is through in case Michael comes." Which of course uh, is what happens. Michael comes down yeah, immediately as a meteor blows up some refugees, uh, poor nameless extras. And yeah, we only um, lost a couple, but that's still too many. This is the moment that in my notes, I was like, Sam and Dean, you got to just jump through the riff. Like whatever, like just everybody jump through, mm-hmm. close it. Like everybody gets through. It's a giant W on the board. We're good for the next fight. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, uh, Gabriel jumps down to fight Michael, uh, and then d- dies. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so first, Michael lands. We see his wings. I got. I was actually. I thought this was cool. Oh, I jumped um, ahead a little we, bit. My bad. We barely. We barely see this dude, uh, mm-hmm. Michael. We've seen him like four times a season. For some reason, I like him. <laughs> um, I, do too. I thought he looked cool with with the wings. Um, and yeah. So then Lucifer decides he's going to step up to bat and fight Michael. Um, he gets his ass whooped. Gabriel, um, you mean? I think. Uh, Lucifer fights first. And then Gabriel, once Lucifer goes down, Gabriel steps in. Oh. He's like, all right, I got to do this. They Because they have like an energy fight, Lucifer and, and Michael. That's, okay, okay, uh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My and bad. then Gabriel has a knife fight because he's been trading with those wooden swords. So he mm. thinks he's good. Um, it doesn't go that well. I really like the sound effect that they use every time one of them lands a hit on the other. Um, it's just like, like a cosmic <laughs> whipping effect. Like there was just like a cosmic impact that that echoed throughout the whole forest i, I don't want to call you out cool. on this but we we both commented how much we hated that when it happened with michael and lucifer fighting back in the that's first really episode. funny that's really funny <laughs> i do remember saying that yeah it's i liked it this time i don't know why i liked it this time um the stakes were higher so i was i was okay, i could buy sure. it yeah, um, yeah absolutely um michael has his own archangel knife by the way so we need to we need to yes m- yes mention that uh um, i do like that uh that they're trying to get uh, Gabriel to run through right before he starts a fight he looks at him and says all I did on earth is run and I'm not running anymore 
Um, so we've, we've got this little yeah, arc you know, with Gabriel. Gabriel gets overshadowed a lot in this episode, but I actually really liked him. He's mm-hmm. more serious. He's more dedicated to everything. He seems like returned to a former version of himself. He's not talking about porn stars or anything. Um, there is like a serious, almost somber kind of like version of him that's like, I know what I have to do. I will do it if the time comes. And the time just came. Um, I, I I agreed. By the way, like I I feel like this is the Gabriel that I've wanted for some time since mm-hmm. he came back. Really, like to to have a more serious attitude about this stuff. Um, uh, unfortunately, Michael is able to disarm Gabriel pretty quickly and then kills him. Uh, and like for real, kills him as best we can tell. Um, and then after that, Dean jumps through the rift, but Sam doesn't. And like literally writing what the fuck in my notes right now because I'm freaking mm-hmm. out so much. Um, I, yeah, I wrote a. I just wrote fuck. <laughs> Sam, um, Sam, though, has had this plan from the beginning because when Lucifer comes up, kind of wounded and winded, he is going to go through the rift and Sam stops him and Lucifer's like, what the fuck are you doing? And Sam's like, how did you think that this would end? And then just dude, straight pushes this dude down and jumps through the rift and Michael and Lucifer are too slow to follow and that's, that's fucking it. They have left Lucifer. They, we, are, we are 21 episodes past our original plan, but we fucking mm-hmm. did it, folks. We put him in this world, and now we're going to forget Lucifer about him Lucifer and Michael locked up tight. Um, this, this is like a coldness from Sam that we don't see a lot. You know, Dude, this um, was... How did you think this was going to end or whatever? How did you think this was going to go? I was like, fuck, dude. Um, it's so intense that my f- immediate thought was, this is going to come back to bite him hard. I know it is. Um Either Jack is going to be furious when he finds out, which I'm sure will happen, um, or Lucifer will be furious when he comes out, and you know it's going to ruin his redemption, and he'll say "fuck you, Sam." You know, I tried to be nice. Um, I don't know what's going to happen, but for now, that's a W, brother. That's a W on the board. Uh, back in the bunker, everybody celebrates. Sam tells Rowena it was all because of her. Um, They're we, sitting there drinking together, and he goes, "Yo, rate my fit real quick." <laughs> Can you rate my fit? Can you rate my apocalypse world fit, girl? Come and on. She says, "I don't understand what that means. And I'm know, not going to respond to I'm it." I'm a three year old witch, and I dress yeah. in women's fashion, and you still look like you have blood all over you, and you smell like vampire. <laughs> uh, no, you cannot have my new cell phone number. Get out of here. Um, Please get out. Dean tells uh, Castiel about Gabriel and says, "You know, tells him about the sacrifice and the fight, and says we owe him everything." Um, and this is when Bobby Singer stops the party. Uh, oh yeah, right before that, Cass asks about Lucifer, and oh. Dean says Sam handled it. Ooh. Now Sam could have easily come over and just told Dean exactly what happened, uh, but that just makes me wonder if they already had kind of like an understanding of of how this was going to go down. But he just he doesn't so. ask. We don't know. He just says Sam handled it, and that's it. We I don't think I don't think we know, but I think that I mean we see Dean telling Lucifer rightfully so like stay behind we need the archangels behind sam was was even though it just made no sense at the time he waited back after dean went in i feel like this was completely planned from the boys from the jump mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they knew they had to separate him from jack um when they made that decision probably on the way to there because they were in a different vehicle from lucifer like at, that was right after sam had seen jack you know kind of bond with lucifer about with his advice and like the fear that we saw in sam's eyes tells me that they definitely set this up yeah and you know this is tough because we hate it when um dean decides he's going to make a decision for the whole family or or sam goes and does something and you know uh it backfires or whatever like we don't want them making decisions for each other we want them to respect each other we want the boys 
to respect Jack. And they should have, probably. But also, like, narratively, it makes total sense that they're not fucking around with Lucifer anymore. Every time that he shows up, somebody is always like, we're not playing this game. Sam last episode was just like, we're not playing this game. I'm not doing this. And then they're forced to do it. Um... Yeah, shit just, uh, shit, it's intense. I love the drama. Uh, this is the kind of shit I like. This, I like this is the, the drama. We are, we are back to liking the drama and Supernatural again, finally. Um, I, so Bobby steps up and um, he starts talking about and giving toast to their people back home. He gives a speech about getting themselves ready because they haven't abandoned their brothers and sisters back home. They're going to go back and set their people free. Um, he toasts the ones that they left behind and then he toasts their new brothers, Sam and Dean. It says, welcome to, the par- welcome to the family. They cut to Mary during the shot. And for the second time in this episode, she looks so incredibly proud of her boys. And it breaks my heart. Um, it's just mm-hmm. so nice. I've, I have a feeling that they've just, I don't think they really know what to do with Mary. <laughs> so I'm kind of having yeah. a feeling she's about to die. And that's why we're getting uh-huh. all these nice moments. And I'm going to be really sad about it because I like her as a character a lot. Um, and then we cut to Jack, who is like in the party, uh, is just sitting there by himself and not really talking or responding to everybody. Whether he's sad mm-hmm. because his father was left behind or because his fight was left unfinished, I, I don't know. We don't we don't have that time with him. Yeah. Um, and then we cut back over to the apocalypse world to just you know get rid of that W for just another minute. Um, we see Gabriel laying there dead. Um, part of me was wondering if he really died. Uh, I can't remember how angels die, but like the white beam that came out of his mouth made me think, wait, did he just escape his vessel? Was this a trick? I don't know. As far as we know, he's dead. Um, he's just laying there. And then we see Lucifer wheeling and dealing with Michael. Um, he's talking about how, hey, we can get all the ingredients to the spell. All we need is a little bit of grace, and then we can open this thing up, and we can go back through. All I want is my son. That's the only thing I care about. You can go and conquer the rest of the world. I don't give a shit. So let's team up and let's go do this. Um, Michael says, you know, they, they, Michael is the one who insists I'm going to be the one who conquers everything else. Are we agreed on that? The episode ends with Lucifer looking away unsure and unanswering. So I'm very curious to see how this is going to play out. And it's, this is kind of, fascinating because he definitely looks like he does not like what he is doing right um and i think that there there's a there's a view on the character of lucifer that's that he's a survivor and he's willing to do the dirtiest thing that he has to do in order to survive um and this is a this is an example of that this is him selling out his entire universe for a a chance to be with his son Mm -hmm. Um, the thing that i have to remember is the whole reason he wanted to be with his son it was not because it was a son. It was so he could remake the universe in his own image and have everybody worship him. Yeah. Um, so, like, it, it's hard for me to be sympathetic here that he looks a little, oh, I have to make a deal with the with the not devil or whatever. But I, it definitely feels like it's a, it's a truce of sorts, and they're both waiting for the other one to stab each other in the back. Yeah. But again, I have no... Like, if this ends with Lucifer, like, coming to the rescue of the universe, that's great you still need to go to jail. <laughs> like, yes, yes. You still get to go. Like, congratulations. Now we will let Jack visit you in the cage. Like, that's what, that's what you have yeah. done. Right. Like, I think that's, there's no getting around the shit that he has done in our universe. Yeah, exactly. So, um, it's, it's 
it's a win. This episode gives us a win with just enough tension still on the board to make me very excited for the next episode. Is the next one the finale? I, I imagine it is. Right? It is. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. way ahead of where we need to be, which is so. Good and stuff. it's it's funny. Well, I you know I'm not even going to say anything because I do know a spoiler, but I, I I'll talk about it next episode. Okay. Um, I I think this episode, like putting the W on the board, is is great for me. Like I this this was so good. Um, I was I was feeling the action. I was feeling the drama. I, I loved all of this. Or most of it, I guess. I didn't really like the virginity choker or weird cast, mm. but uh, for the most part, this episode works really, really well. Um, I, 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 Sam's moment in this, I think, is just so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it feels like he's he's back as part of the show, uh, which is a weird thing to say, but you know, um, I'm always I'm always interested in, in the things that he's up to because he's my favorite character, so. You know, good episode, and that's you know I I really like Dean the last two episodes as well. Even though his role is, um, I guess kind of put back a little bit. I bet we're going to see Dean in a big way probably in the next episode, um, because he hasn't he hasn't done too too much, which is unusual for him. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. I mean, they 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 the family kicked some ass. Like they killed some fucking angels. In oh, this they episode. definitely they, kicked they, some ass. They they, they, they hunted the thing and they saved the people in this episode, yeah. like in a big um, way. So, major like, wins, major ma- wins, major W. Uh, I, you know, and I, and I'm pretty sure that Dean actually did rate Sam's fit, and he said, "You know what, brother? Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten, dog. Ten out of ten. Glad you're alive." And they dabbed up, dude. Big, big, big time. dabs. <laughs> big dabs. They, it was just like just wins across the board. They were infectious, you know. They big W's, big dabs, dude. The whole <laughs> Bobby is like, "What's a dab?" They got Bobby yeah, doing. <laughs> they got Bobby flossing in the corner after a couple of whiskeys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bobby's just yeah. over there fucking they, flossing. They're having fun. <laughs> Y'all don't have this in a pocket. Apocalypse world. <laughs> Y'all got TikTok? <laughs> Y'all got TikTok over there? Uh, Bobby's like, actually, yes. We have very few things, but somehow TikTok made it. <laughs> or or even just to drive just to just to put a knife in the wound, put some salt in the wound. He's like, actually, the only thing that survived from the internet was the vine. We have a was vine. Huge I was vine just gonna community. say we have vine. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It never got corrupted. We love Vine. Everybody has one. Uh, Look, only so much corruption can happen in six seconds. TikTok should have learned. <laughs> here's here's michael's vine yeah. <laughs> it just shows him killing us over and over again it's really depressing uh, but it's, it's oh set boy. to some good music uh what a good episode this is so much fun yeah um yeah that was a good one um, do you have any 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 last thoughts before we get the hell out of here excited to see what happens next me too uh thank you everybody for listening if you want to support us, patreon.com slash monster of the week is the place to do so. You can also buy some merch on our merch store, go to monsterweek.cool and find the link on that page that says shirts, I think, and go check out all of that stuff. It's not just shirts. You can buy all kinds of cool stuff on there. We have new designs up, uh, ratings and reviews, telling your friends, um, talking about us on Twitter uh, was always super nice and awesome. Um, we really appreciate everybody that's been doing that lately. It's been very, very much fun to see. Um, yes. Yeah, that's it. We'll be back next week with It All Comes Down to This. That's it. All right. Lock it in. Consider it fucking locked, bro. So, yeah, I know. Uh, can you hear me? I can. Okay, sorry. I, I backed away. 
I know, I do know what happens, but I have no idea how it is going to happen. So it's very weird. Okay. I wish I didn't know. Because I, 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 I knew, like, about Castiel dying in the last one, and I think you did too, but we never actually talked about it beforehand. So I'm, I definitely, like, it, the fact that I don't know right now, is it's kind of exciting to me, so. Yeah, it's nice to, uh, to have a surprise. Like, I might end up watching the episode tomorrow, just to get it done. On Good Friday? Well, I was going to record Is it tomorrow. Good Friday? Is it Good Friday? It's Good Friday tomorrow, yeah. <laughs> I, I loved Good Friday in college, because I weirdly went to a Catholic college, so we got, like, all the fucking Christian holidays off. <laughs> oh, dude, I, all of all of the businesses are closed down here. Like, it's, it's a free day off for me, even though it's not God bless. a day off. So. Are you it, guys it, closed? That does you, make it a Good Friday. Are you going to No, work? we're not close. We don't, we don't close for anything. I think we get the 4th of July, Labor Day, Memorial Day. Um... I think that's it. Christmas. I mean, oh yeah, Christmas and Thanksgiving yeah. um, and New Year's. Um, a lot of yeah, places down it. here have a floating holiday for whether or not they want to do Mardi Gras or like Labor Day or whatever. Oh, cool. So, oh, cool. It's weird. They finally gave us two like floating holidays so that we don't have to use our PTO for it. Um, yeah, it's fine. I should take more time off because I actually have like a shitload of PTO. <laughs> I could take like four weeks off right now. Start getting it done. I dude. wouldn't, I because then I would be fucked when I went back. But I could start getting it done. You got to get it done. Mm-hmm. I think I've probably told you this before. My uncle, when I lived with him, used to take off every Friday and Monday for the whole summer. Oh my um, God, like he didn't go on trips or whatever. He just took fucking four day weekends for three months. And I was like, dude, that's kind of the play. <laughs> dude, that's the that's the life. Get let's bring us yeah. down to thirty day weeks, like thirty thirty hour weeks. Oh, thirty hour weeks. I know. Dude, I, I would, know. Every like. I feel like I would be more productive at 30 hours than I am 40. Like I, yes. Yeah. They find that working, um, even just four day weeks, mm-hmm. um, often makes people more productive. Um, it's just cause knowing that you have that extra day to, to not do anything or whatever it's, but you know, we talked about all this stuff. It's funny with my company for so long. Um, and people want to work from home so bad and they never let it happen. And then fucking COVID happens. <laughs> and they realize, oh, hey, it works just fine. Like, there's no reason yep. not to worry about it. Um, my, the manufacturer that I work with that I do, that I, you know, work with, it's, that's, that's, those are my guys. They, um, yeah, they switched to a four day, 12 hour shift. Um, interesting. And they, so they had Fridays off and it fucking completely didn't work because, like their job is to sell shit to us and to provide us with the, the support needed to sell all of their yeah, shit. Yeah, and if one business day they aren't open, that kind of fucks it you up. Kind of right? fucks us up, right? Exactly. Yeah. So like, I and, I and I told them this. I was like, dude, just don't work till five. Like, let everybody go at three. <laughs> like, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's not. It's not that big of a deal. But like, I. Mm, so, uh, um, I'm gonna cut the the outtakes off right now. Yo. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? I can, Chris. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hey, do you want to just kind of talk like we're NPR host for the rest of this podcast? Hey, um, so in this episode of Supernatural, uh, Sam gets a new jacket. And the way that I think that affects the surrounding characters is deep and profound. Um, but I'd like to turn it over to my host, Jeremy. To get his opinion on things. Jeremy, tell me what you think about Sam's jacket. Thank you, Chris. And may I say that you look lovely in the studio today. I really appreciate this. Oh, thank you so much. Kind handoff. This is nice. I, uh, I do think that Sam's new jacket has a deep and profound effect. Chris, is it effect or effect? 
can we take a do we take a sidebar uh, and talk about <laughs> I always get those two mixed up. Some fucking English major I am. I was really I was trying to set us up for a nut blood there, but I just got distracted by my own grammar. <laughs> just, just wanted a real soft uh nut blood, everybody. What's up, Chris Moser? Uh, sorry, I was just locking my work account. Um I just watched Jeffrey Dean Morgan on Hot Ones. Do you watch Hot Ones as a rule? Um, we we've got, we've gone through some phases where we okay. like binge it, but just occasionally when it comes up in my feed on on YouTube, I'll go, yeah, yeah, I'll watch it. I feel like I don't like the dude that hosts Hot Ones for no rational reason. Like I feel like I've just seen him say a few things, and I'm just like, you know what? I don't like you. I'm not going to consume does, um, your content. He does like really really crazy research on everybody, so he'll say these things. The, his presenting style is very strange because he's got like the most uh, white bread energy you could possibly have, but then he'll say these incredibly like deep cut pieces of information to people who are just like, whoa, what the fuck? Um, but yeah, Jeffrey T. Morgan seems like a pretty rock and rolling dude. <laughs> like, I feel like pretty, he's literally pretty rough like, and tumble, like a rock and roll kind of guy. Like he's one of those dudes that's probably still moshing in his fifties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like JDM, um, supernatural hit. <laughs> yeah. He talked about like the grunge scene on there, but yeah, supernatural came up only a little bit. He talked about getting the, um, like t- matching tattoos with Jared and Jensen or something like that. But mm-hmm. it's the first time I've watched a Supernatural interview in a long time. Or, you know, Supernatural adjacent interview in a long time. So, sure. uh, it was interesting. Can I get, go down a rabbit hole? Can I go see, what's, see what else is I out there? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I'm getting the, the Supernatural juice out of my system now. Because we're going to talk about it again. <laughs> Can I go listen to that Lex Luthor podcast? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that dude that played Lex Luthor on Smallville does a podcast that all the Supernatural people have been on. That, oh really that inside of you michael rosenbaum i think his name is okay maybe maybe i know that yeah maybe i, I listened to jared on there once yeah yeah jared i think jared and jensen i think most most of the major cast have been on there interesting interesting i like it when you tell me that my thoughts are interesting let's try this again hmm. Hmm. My, yeah hit me with something my I, I caught my dog eating some shit in the yard the other day and i'm not sure if, whose it was that's really interesting, Jeremy. Now, how did you go about <laughs> responding to that? But more importantly, what do you think led up to these events? Well, Chris, I think first, a dog shit in my yard. <laughs> That's going to be the first thing. Does hmm. your mind instantly go to uh, the NPR Christmas thing about the salty balls? Like when you do that voice? <laughs> I don't know if I know that. Was it on uh, This American Life? or No, no, no. It's a, it's a SNL. What did I say? NPR. Oh, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah, I meant, yeah, I meant yeah. the SNL okay. thing. It's with um, okay. Alec Baldwin. Um, just, you that's, know, just, se- that serial thing that SNL did? I know. Dude, I feel like you just sent it to me not that long ago. We, were, we watched it not long ago. <laughs> yeah, we could it's watch so it fucking time. funny, dude. <laughs> like, so serial was such a time and place where, like, everybody was like, first of all, did, have you, do you know what a podcast is? <laughs> Second of all, have you listened to serial? And just, it, it was just, you know, that's, that's, I guess, when SNL was actually good is when it uh, can so accurately spoof something Straight like Straight fucking normies asking me, do you listen to podcast? Yeah. <laughs> do you have heard of serial? Like, yeah, dog. <laughs> I have recorded podcast. literally thousands at this point. <laughs> <laughs> got several thousand hours of podcasts under my belt. So, yeah, I think I've right, heard so of them. We got, what, 220 episodes of Monster of the Week. 220, Let's forget. 225, according to 225. Our, Let's round it up to 250 to include it. Cowboy Bebop and all the bonus stuff we've done. So 250 sure. for yeah. Monster of the Week, conservatively. Mm-hmm. Um, how many for Days of Future Cast? 
Um, Days of Future Cast is weird, but we are in the 200s. But like we started doing like two hour episodes, and then we went to doing 30 minute episodes. So mm-hmm. it's, it's weird. So let's just let's just clock that at 500. I'm just I'm being fun. <laughs> Rounding no, up, we got let's, 500 let's, episodes. Let's, let's say 250 for Days of Future Cast for a total of 500. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So and then you have uh, Don't Give Up Skeleton. Yeah, which that was is right what, at 400 plus. That was right oh, at 200. Yeah, Why yeah. did I think it was 400? Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> it's just I'm bigger in my energy. mind, you know. <laughs> um, so that's uh, that's 700. Mm-hmm. And then Dark Insight, was that your first? That was my first regular podcast, yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you know how many episodes you did of that? At least 50, right? Oh, dude, like at least 100, I would say. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. So let's, so that's 800, 800 podcasts, excluding any guest appearances, anything you did before. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 800 episodes. Let's count yours too. Like, throw in Chomp Chain in there. Let's get the number total. Chomp Chain, we did, I think, like 85. We probably did about 85. I Um, I thought Chomp did way more than that. That's so wild to me. Yeah, because we took such, like, long breaks and stuff. Um, If we include the stuff I did with Steve and Dylan both separately, we can round that up to about 100. Um, I did three and a half years of Dark Insight. So I don't know how many episodes that translates to, but I did that that show for three and a half years. That is wild. I think, I can't remember how many years we did, we did Chomp Chain, but, um, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't that long. It's so weird looking back now, because even when we, whenever we started Monster of the Week was around the time that Chomp Chain had already kind of stopped. We did like episodes here and there. Um, but so if we just all say that's a hundred episodes plus this puts me at 300 and something you know um because i haven't i don't think i've done too much else like if i you know again the stuff me and steve did did pretenders guild or whatever that wasn't too many episodes um i thought that was you and dylan yeah that that was me and dylan me and steve oh. did like an anime thing for like oh that's right I five episodes about yeah the, yeah the shonen thing yeah mm-hmm. um yeah jess is jess is always saying she wants to do something and she's been bringing it up again Dude, recently she, she, she tweeted about it she put that shit out yeah. in the air she put it in the int- out into the internet. Autumn um, and is I kept so saying, like, obsessed oh, with the idea of you guys having a lifestyle brand together. She thinks you guys could pull off a lifestyle <laughs> brand together. Like you guys, thank you. Like it's funny because I know I know you really well, and I know by extension, I feel like I know Jess really well, even though mm-hmm. I've never talked to her in my life. Um, <laughs> but I, and I feel like I know you like behind the photos. But like when you guys throw uh-huh. the photos on the feed, man, on, when that gets on the TL, like y'all are balling out of control. Like that is that is straight up Vogue magazine bullshit. Like yeah, thank y'all you, are thank you. New England monthly cover uh, January through <laughs> December is what I'm saying. Like I'll have the lifestyle brand on check, on lock. Uh, but so Autumn will say that, and I'm like, yeah, but Chris is really depressed right now <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like, i don't really... leave my room for days i spent five months playing persona 5 <laughs> i don't think the persona 5 is gonna go in new england monthly autumn oh yeah i don't think that's making the cut <laughs> we, don't, we don't have enough gap on although every year for four years like all through like my late teens early 20s my sister would always buy me those like bougie outdoor brands like North Face or uh, Patagonia, all the stuff that I didn't need. I'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna go like to school." This is the reason I own. <laughs> like, this is the reason I own so much LSU paraphernalia, and I've never been to the school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same yeah, exact concept. Like, <laughs> and then, and then, so when Justin and I finally started going hiking, I was like, "I mean, I guess, I guess I have appropriate clothes to wear because <laughs> it. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but." I uh I like going out hiking. I feel like I can't just wear like a video game shirt. Like it's just a t-shirt. Other guys are out here wearing just Nike t-shirts or something like that. But for some reason I get out in the woods I'm like I can't like Inuyasha on my shirt. I can't like <laughs> can't I don't go feel in the right. woods with Inuyasha on your shirt. And that's, <laughs> that's the thing. ridiculous. We I I have sweatpants with like just like stencil outlines 
of Inuyasha on them. Like this isn't even a joke. I got them from Hypeland. It was dope. You're all excited about it. Um, they're very comfortable you're, sweatpants. You're saying this really like warm. a brag, but <laughs> yeah. Oh no, dude. Hypeland heads no. Um, <laughs> they're very warm, very comfortable sweatpants, and they're not like you know. You wouldn't even know. If, like if we look at it from afar, it just looks like I'm wearing sweatpants. Um, but I was so self-conscious as we're hiking. I was like, nobody's looking at my sweatpants. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody is noticing what's on there. And even if they did, who cares? But for some reason, I was just like, I can't be wearing these out here. <laughs> it just doesn't, it doesn't work. I, dude, I, I, could not, I could not survive in the woods. I see pictures of you and you're wearing multiple layers. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have that much clothing. I have the t-shirts. First, <laughs> the first day we went, we just decided, hey... Hiking is a good thing. There's a trail right near me. Why don't we go down there? And it's not like deep woods hiking. You know, there's plenty of other people around walking their dogs and stuff. Um, but the first day we went was so cold that all of the um, paths had frozen. It was just like, if you walked through the brush and everything, you'd be good. But literally every single walking path was frozen solid. Don't know what happened. Clearly some snow melted and then refroze. But uh, it was a fucking disaster. <laughs> Coldest day of the year. Everything's frozen. <laughs> but we got, yeah, this is a good idea. Got a good day to start on this day. That's really funny to me. Yeah. Um, I, I, I have not been hack- hiking. Like period <laughs> hiking's good hiking's good because i hate exercising obviously obviously i've been back exercising lately and you know i just i it's just so boring mm-hmm. see you- that's the thing hiking is less boring um if it's it's more entertaining because you're like you feel like you're going somewhere you're like i mean i personally actually do like nature as much as i don't leave my room um so being out surrounded by trees, you see a little stream, like, oh, there's a little bridge over there. Let's cross the bridge. Ooh, this is fun. Um, look at that cool tree root over there. There's just shit like that. It just keeps it a little bit more entertaining. And the first time we went, we kind of like went up a hill, um, followed a trail for a while. For a while. And I didn't, uh, we had never really hiked this area before. So I keep kind of just looking back, keeping my bearings. No big deal. Um, all in all, about an hour's worth of, of walking there and back. Uh, the next time we went, we looped around this uh, reservoir that's in the middle of the forest. Um, and Jess was like, do you know where we're going? I'm like, no, but as long as we keep the uh, the reservoir in view, like if we know where the water is <laughs> As long is located, as the moss on the trees is facing north, yeah, we're okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't as be long in- as I know where this body of water is, I can get us back. And it was totally fine. No big deal. Um, but then we went again after doing it a couple times and decided to just like loop around the reservoir the other way. And completely lost our sense of direction for some reason. Now, I don't think that... (laughs) I was going to say, I don't think that we really went the wrong way. We just took a longer way around. Ended up costing us about um, another 30 minutes, about two more miles um, walking out of our way. That's a very very manly way to phrase that. I don't think we went the wrong way. I just think we went the long way. (laughs) (laughs) We ended up coming out in the right spot. We got there, okay? We got there. We didn't get lost. Babe, we didn't get lost, okay? We were at the Circle K. We were just at the Circle K two hours later than I said we would be. But walking when you... uh, Walking with purpose, where you think you know where you're going, is so different than walking when you think you're lost. Because as soon as we got lost, it was like we got so tired. We didn't know where we were. And and the entire time, at any point, we could have just turned around and it would have been a huge pain in the ass and we could have made it back that way. Wasn't like we were ever in danger. Um but, I mean, there's like a highway like two feet away anyway. <laughs> just yell loud enough, somebody will hear me. Um, but it, when you when you suddenly don't know where you're going anymore, like the energy drained out of my body. It went so <laughs> slow until we finally found the path again. I was like, oh, okay, good. Now we can now we can speed along. But it's crazy how much the mental effect can, can slow you down. 
Yeah, dude, I can't I can't imagine. I don't remember this is gonna sound like a weird brag, but it's not. I don't remember the last time I've been lost somewhere. Um I, I just legit don't. Like I think I, I just good. Don't, I just you don't, don't need have, to get lost. I, weird, I don't even remember a single time in my life that I've been lost right now. Like I'm it's not even a weird brag. I just don't remember. Yeah. I've definitely been lost probably as a kid that gone the wrong way or something like that. Uh we went to I went to Montreal for a um for a bachelor party a couple years ago and me and steve <laughs> Uh-oh. Is so this gonna be the story? i just was like i, I, I didn't want to hang mm-hmm. um and steve had been up f- from working the night before like he worked an overnight shift at his job uh and then was like hey time to drive to canada um so he at like midnight was like dude i'm tapped out i'm going back to the hotel um me i just didn't really want to hang um uh so that's literally no i don't have an excuse i i can't hang um so at the, like the second bar we went to i just got absolutely fucking loaded and i was like all right steve <laughs> i'm not going any further than this so i'll go back to the hotel with you at midnight sounds good um and we got a little lost on the way back to there so everybody's speaking french all the signs are in french um and we're just looking for this giant hotel we're like fuck dude where are we i'm oh. shit steve was fine oh but. i wasn't counting i wasn't thinking about the times that i've gotten drunk and gotten lost hold up oh yeah <laughs> hold yeah. up uh hold up thanks, i mean we made it back in like like you know five extra minutes we just had to turn down a couple extra streets, yeah yeah you didn't go the wrong way you went the long way i know your, I know we, your routine dude, chris moser that's right that's right <laughs> i didn't get lost just took me an extra four days let me straight some up i've never been lost hold up 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 wait wait wasn't lost i wasn't lost wasn't lost and i don't know why that just reminded me with steve when i i was talking about oblivion a couple episodes ago and i would play that game and he would walk you know he'd come over after school and we'd be hanging out whatever um with the game on the tv and um it used to drive him fucking bonkers because I could not operate the menus in that game. So the map, I'd be walking the wrong direction because I think I'm following it. Trying to look at my quests, my items, could not do it. And he'd be like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? He was probably having that same experience trying to find our hotel in Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not lost, bro. Do I look lost? Would he uh, Would he steal the uh, controller from you? Would he be like, just just give me the thing? You, you don't deserve to an, be on this? He had an, an, a lot of patience. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> seems like that goes both ways though in that relationship seems like you I have suppose, a lot of patience I suppose. for that dude um i'm logged into the hey. monster of the week twitter account and uh yeah. i'm getting wing advertisements in our timeline what does that mean like wings like wing stop like i don't know how to i don't like wings like the the, the food i don't know what are you oh, are you being like weird about this wings. like chicken wings i was like, like b-dubs what what bird's wings jeremy what are yes, you talking I... about angel wings bro oh, the wingsuit armor or whatever from dark souls 3 that makes you look like you got a big belly mm-hmm. love that one what about the wings love in dark one. souls 2 where you could actually uh float a little bit you would jump and you'd like float on down somewhere is that true yeah, yeah, yeah. It gives, it gives, it gives you like that. a floating power. Those butterfly wings. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I'm I not, this is not, this is not some weird April Fool's Day prank, I promise. Like, it's just Oh, not. do you pranks? Are we doing pranks? We're not um, doing any pranks. I got pranked yesterday, dude, playing uh, Dark Souls 3. So I, I had finished that game and got on a new game plus and then just sort of lost interest before any of the DLC came out. Um, so this year I've been slowly like picking through the DLC a little bit, got up to the boss. Um, now and again, I would, you know, try to fight the boss and then be like, eh. I, I need more practice. I'm out of practice with Dark Souls, so I'm not going to try and fight this thing. But I've been playing a little bit more consistently lately and went to fight the boss of... Uh, it's not the Ring City. It's the other one. The Painted World or something. Sister Freed. Um, Ashes of Ariandol or whatever. <laughs> um, or as I like to call her, Frida! <laughs> yeah, dude. So I, I fought her a bunch of times and um, 
uh, was trying to do like heavy, like a heavy armor build for some reason. Dropped that, and everything has gotten so much easier. But um, I'm fighting her a couple times, feeling her out, trying to you know figure out the easiest way to, to dodge, and you know the usual Dark Souls boss shit. shit. Uh, and then this this one time, I'm just fucking cruising through it, no sweat. I got like ten Estus left on her final form. Uh, finally, get her down to the smallest smidge of health, and I'm like, dude, fucking no sweat. I get heals for days. All I got to do is hit her once. I have an ultra great sword. All I got to do is sniff. I got to sneeze, and this thing's gonna kill her. No sweat. Uh, and I just straight up blew it. Got I like, I got suddenly got. Dude, my hands were getting all clammy. I was like, "What is going? What is going on? What is happening to me?" And she eviscerated me. It was brutal. It was brutal. I was so embarrassed. Sounds like Dark Souls to me. The real Dark yep. Souls starts here, Chris. Yeah. I know. I you think need to, um, you need to get good. I don't know. I don't know if I feel this way. If it's this is really true, okay. something. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to tilt towards like the uh, liking the combat in Sekiro more. <laughs> That's, Some, that's, something went wrong with me you know what it is it's uh number one it's stamina i think that's the big thing mm, like being mm. able to infinitely run around and dodge and not have that critical moment of oh shit i can't do anything and i'm just like stunned here yeah, um, yeah. and then also i think that's the second thing is the poise system in dark souls 3 is just not fun it's not a fun mechanic mm-hmm. at all like you can mm-hmm. you can work your you can work your way around it if you can wrap your mind around it and that's fine but like getting stun locked in that game is the fucking worst and it happens all the time and that hardly yeah. ever happens in Sekiro so. no yeah it's just if you literally um if your guard breaks right like that's the only thing that yeah. can happen if to your you posture breaks. yeah yeah like yeah, if your posture, posture breaks, breaks. Yeah. but even then like it's a quick recovery like I feel like even in Sekiro like they get a big hit on you and you might die mm-hmm. instantly but you don't do the thing like where you just are like blah 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 blah. And then you get fall to the ground and they're like blah 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 blah, blah and they're constantly being like fucking stun locked yeah. to death. Like There's you're fighting Chun Li um, with your older brother in the sixth grade. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. <laughs> just like Chun Li. Uh, there's just like just like Chun Li. There's something about um yeah that I think that super fast combat that in Sekiro that obviously makes it extremely difficult to uh, learn. Um, but once you do, it just feels so good and so fluid and so fast. Um, I just wish there was um like more behind that game if that makes sense even though i really like it obviously um like if i don't know i don't even know how to describe it i want that combat in a bigger opener (laughs) opener more open game i don't know we're getting into video game talking i gotta be saving this energy for sam winchester all right (laughs) (laughs) it's it's interesting because like i really like i just wish the bosses were a little easier right like i wish i wish i honestly wish Mm. that they had half the hp that they did because i think it'd be a much more fun video game to play it wouldn't be as challenging this wouldn't necessarily be as like you know handshaking body sweating you don't have to be as perfect for as long with each boss that's it if it was just half the time and i'm good yeah. And I watched like our crazy friends on Twitter do the, you know, like new game seven at, you know, base yeah. bit. And I'm like, I don't know what, what you're doing. I don't know how you're doing that. That's magic to me. So Mm-mm. yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Speed of Sam Winchester. Now that we're talking about Sekiro and Dark Souls for like the 18,000th time on this podcast, uh-huh. do you want to uh-huh. switch over to Let's do it. Supernatural? Let's do it. Let's do it. 